woman who is going through labor and she is within 80 days of having given birth to a female child, to a baby daughter. When a woman gives birth to a baby daughter, she becomes Tomei for two weeks, 14 days, after which there are 66 days until the end of the 80th day, during which she is pure and even if blood exits her womb in a way that would usually make her a nida or a zova, she would remain pure. During that time, she is, so to speak, protected from becoming a nida or a zava. In the case of our Mishnah, she became pregnant during that period of 80 days with a new fetus. And then, unfortunately, she went into labor, which means that she's about to effectively miscarry that child. And we're talking about where it developed for at least 40 days. So it's a proper developed fetus and... The Risha tells us that during this time of labor, any blood that comes out of her womb, that blood will be pure and she will remain pure because she's within that 66-day period of time that even blood that would usually make her into a nidah, it wouldn't make her into a nidah at this time. And she would remain pure until the child or the fetus in this case comes out of her body, in which case she would become Tomei due to the fact that she has gone through a miscarriage or a birth. But the blood does not make her Tomei since she is during that protective 66-day period of time. However, Rebeliezer says that she does become Tomei as a Nidar since the blood is coming out of her womb as a result of this second child, the second fetus that she is carrying. So that blood is nothing to do, it's not as a result of the birth that occurred at the beginning, it's as a result of this second fetus, and because of that, she isn't protected by that 66-day period, and she would become a nidah according to Rebliezer. Omrele Rebliezer, the Chachomim, argued against Rebliezer. Umabim koim sheikh in a case where we are stringent, the law is stringent with regards to the blood that comes out of a woman's womb when she's not going through labor. Here we're talking about a regular woman who became a nidah, so she was Tommy for seven days, and after that there's a period of 11 days during which if blood comes out of her womb, she becomes a zova. Now we've learned that a woman who is going through labor during those 11 days, even if blood comes out of her at that time, she will not become a zova. One does not become a zava if the blood comes out of her whilst she is going through labor. So the Chachomim argued that in a regular case where a woman would become a zava, the law is lenient in a time that the blood comes out whilst she's going through labor. So in a case where we're lenient even in with, with regards to the blood that has nothing to do with the labor, namely during the 66-day period of time, that even if we ignore the labor, any blood that comes out of her now does not make her Tomei. So surely all the more so, in addition, is not all the more so that we should be lenient in this case where she's going through labor as well. During this period of 66 days, in general, blood that comes out of her womb does not make her Tomei. The fact that she's having labor as well, which is usually a reason that she will not become Tomei, that should now make her Tomei. Omar Lohen, Rabbi Eliezer, said back to the Chachomim, I agree with your argument of Kalvachimer, this all the more so argument. However, there is an important rule that applies whenever we have a Kalvachimer argument like this, and that is, It's enough for the law that we're coming to learn to be similar on the same level as the law from which we are learning it. 
And if you think about it, the entire Kavah Chaymer is based on the law of a Zava, because as we learned, it's true that a woman who's going through labor cannot become a Zava. However, a woman going through labor can become a Nida. Now, since this entire Kavah is based on that law, that going through labor protects one from becoming a Zava, so the maximum we're going to be able to learn out of this Kavah is that during the 66-day period that she generally wouldn't become Tomei, she can't become a Zava when she's going through labor. But we can't learn that she can't become a Nida. So the Mishnah, so Rabbi Lezer explains, Where do we find that the Torah was lenient? With regards to the impurity of her becoming a Zava. But she will become Tomei as a Nida because we never find that labor protects from her becoming a Nida. And therefore the Kavachomer argument falls away. And like we explained, the real reason behind Rabbi Yezra's opinion is the fact that this blood is as a result of a new fetus, and therefore it is not protected in the same way as regular blood that comes out of her womb does not make her into a nidah during that 66-day period of time. Mishnah Zion, we learnt earlier on in the Masechta that a woman who handles and has contact with sanctified food, such as truma or the meat of carbonice, on a regular basis, she is obligated to examine and check whether she has become a nidah or not twice a day, in the morning and in the evening. However, the Mishnah teaches that during the entire 11-day period after she was a nidah for a week, as we have learned, there is a period of 11 days during which if blood comes out of her womb, she will become a zova. During those 11 days, she can assume that she remains pure and she doesn't need to check to see whether blood has come out of her womb. Because the truth is, it's uncommon. To become a Zovo is, in truth, a type of illness, really. This is very irregular, and therefore she does not need to be concerned of blood coming out of her womb, and she doesn't even need to check it. However, if it's not during those 11 days, so then there's a possibility that blood will exit her womb, she'll become a Nidah. That's not considered to be irregular. And in that case, as we have learned, she is obligated to check herself twice a day. However, even in that case, at the end of the day, it's just a concern. Midra Bonon, she's obligated to check herself. But as we learned then as well, according to the strict letter of the law, since until now she has been pure, she's also able to assume that she's still pure now. She doesn't need to check and be concerned for the possibility that her status changed into being Tomei. If she has a veses, which means that there's a fixed time each month that blood exits her womb and makes her into a nidah, then obviously she does need to be concerned and she does need to check. However, if it's not around that time, then she has a chazaka, she has a already established status of her being pure, and she can assume that that continues. We are strict and we require her to check, but if Yoshvalova Leibodka, if she sat and she didn't check herself to check whether she became a nid or not, Shogaga, if she did it by mistake, Nensa, or if it was totally out of her control, there was nothing she could do, or Hezidovolebodka, if she deliberately didn't check, at the end of the day, until she sees that blood has exited her womb, Tahira, she is able to assume that she is pure. But like we said, if the time of her veses, which is the fixed time each month that generally blood does exit her womb, if that time arrives and she doesn't check herself, she needs to assume that actually she is impure as a nidah. Rameyer says, if she was in hiding from an enemy, from soldiers, for example, which means that she's very frightened, and the time of her veses 
when blood generally comes out of her womb and she becomes a nidah, if that time arrives and she didn't check herself, in this case, she's actually able to assume that she's still pure and that blood didn't exit her womb. Because being very frightened usually prevents that happening. And the likelihood is that she actually did not become a nidah and that blood did not exit her womb on that occasion. The Mishnah and the Perak ends off. The days that somebody is already a zov or a zova or a zova katana. The reason why the Mishnah calls a zova katana a minor zova, a shemarisim is because we're referring to a woman who has seen blood exit her womb once during that period of eleven days. And the law in that case is that she becomes Tommy for one day, and if blood doesn't exit her womb the next day, then she'll be pure again, as long as she goes to the mikveh. So Shemaris Yom Kenegad Yom literally means that she waits a day corresponding to the day that blood did exit her womb. Be as it may, if somebody is already Tommy as a male Zov or a female Zova, so they're already in this state of being Tommy, so they can't assume that they are still pure and that nothing exited their bodies, and therefore they actually need to assume themselves to be Tomei, and if they don't check themselves, they cannot safely assume that no blood exited their body, or in the case of the man, that no Zov fluid exited his body. A baby who is born via a caesarean section, as opposed to a natural birth, it is learnt from Psukim that the regular laws that apply to a woman who gives birth do not apply in this case. And that really includes two major ramifications. Firstly, a Yoshvan Olav Yume Tumor Vyume Tara, that child's that baby's mother does not sit the days of impurity and the days of purity. So in general, when a woman gives birth, she is Tome for either seven or fourteen days depending on whether, on whether it's a boy or a girl, after which she would have a, so to speak, protective period of 33 or 66 days that even if blood exits her womb, she will not become Tommy as a Nidor or a Zova. But none of that applies to a woman who gives birth with a caesarean. And as well as that, at the end of the 40 or 80 days after a woman gives birth, she's obligated to bring two korbanos, two sacrifices in the Beis HaMikdash. This also does not apply to a woman who gives birth via caesarean, and therefore in Chavonol of Karban, the Mishnah says that she would not be liable to bring a sacrifice, either of the two sacrifices that a regular woman who gives birth is obligated to bring. On the other hand, Rabbi Shimon, Omer Rabbi Shimon says that this is not true. He learns from other Pesukim that the law of a woman who gives birth in this unnatural way is Harizek Yolod, it is like a regular baby who is born naturally, and therefore all of those laws would apply according to Rabbi Shimon. The second half of the Mishnah talks about at what stage a woman becomes Tomei when the blood exits her womb. All women become Tomei as a Nidah or a Zava when the blood arrives, literally, means in the outer house. It means as soon as it exits the womb and goes into the part of the body that is right outside of the womb, even though it hasn't yet exited the body, already at that point the woman becomes Tomei. This is the basis of the laws we learned right at the beginning of the Masechta, that's why if a woman sees on the surface of her skin blood that has come from the womb, she sometimes needs to be concerned that she actually became a Nidar earlier on than she discovered the blood, because it could be that the blood remained there inside of her body outside of the womb before it came to the surface of the skin. Now, the Mishnah learns this from a Pasuk, Shinema, as the Pasuk says, Dom yezovob sarah, that which flows from her flesh will be blood. 
The word bivsara literally means not that it flows from her flesh, but it flows in her flesh. And that teaches us that even if it's inside of her body, it already makes her tome as a nidah. On the other hand, it is learned from Psukim that for a man, Aval Hazov Valkeri, but a man who becomes Tome Azov or a Balkeri, which occurs when Zera comes out of his male organ. That's what comes out of his male organ when he has relations. And if it comes out of his male organ at other times, it will make him Tome as well. In these cases, however, the Mishnah says, so they only become Tome once the liquid that makes them Tome comes out of their body to the surface of the skin. Mishnah base, this is a continuation of the previous Mishnah, if a man was eating truma, so that means that he's a koyen and he's eating this sanctified food that only koyenim are allowed to eat, and the law is that if a koyen is tome, then he's forbidden to eat the truma. But at the moment, he's tahar, he's pure, and he's eating the truma, and v'hirgishon is dazwe varov, he can feel his male organ begin to tremble and move a bit, and that is an indication that Zera is about to possibly come out of his male organ. If he just tries to swallow the truma quickly, it might be that it will be too late, because the Zera is about to come out. And rather, what he should do is, he should hold on to his male organ in order to prevent the Zera from coming out, and quickly swallow the truma, and then let go, and although in general it's forbidden to do that, because often this can actually cause Zera to come out, over here that Zera is anyway about to come out, he's just stopping it from coming out straight away, and in order to save himself from violating the, the sin of eating truma whilst being Tome, so that's what he should do. The Mishnah ends off from a time in the culture who the Zera, the substance that comes out of the man's male organ, makes him Tome regardless of how much comes out. Even if it's the tiniest amount, it will make him Tome. Even if it's as small as a mustard seed, or even less than that, it would make the person Tome. In order for it to make somebody else Tome, if somebody touches that substance, then it would need to be a bit more than that in order for somebody else to become Tome. But for the person himself from whom this came out, for him to be Tome, even the tiniest amount would make him Tome.